Previously on the Damage Guild podcast. I want to scoot away from the puddle monster. Tux is still the only one next to it. So you take 10 points of damage. You look down at where it struck you, and your armor has begun to rust. I drop my shield, pull out my crossbow. 19 to hit. Hits. 9. That's max damage. The ooze creature dissolves into a wide puddle. My armor is my everything. I'm really kind of bummed out that it's rusted now. You know, this is really all I guess I have to remember of my father. Slumped against the wall, there's a man. Who's there? Who are you? Oh, it's just its just me, your friendly neighborhood giant. What's your name? I'm Nibrin. I'm a, one of the miners here. The chasm opened up as we were mining. My leg was injured in the collapse. When we come back through, we'll take you with us. That chasm hasn't always been there? Creatures started coming out. Uh, guys, we're gonna have to traverse down into the chasm to close whatever's letting these monsters through. So I actually do the proper way to go over an edge, which is we pull it tight and I slowly back over the edge. Okay. (laughs) Like a true climber does. Like, I'm actually really good at this stuff. I'm not good at the cave fighting, but I'm good at like everything else that has to do with caves. Right. (laughs) Like tasting it. Okay. We, uh, I I belay him on his way. All right. So you slowly walk down the side of the cliff. And you just keeps on getting deeper and deeper, and the lights fade away above you. You continue to hear that trickling water the whole way as it comes down the side of the wall opposite you. When you get to almost 200 feet down, you can actually see continuing stream of water moving slowly along the bottom here. The passage continues in both directions. The tunnels here are only about four feet five feet tall, though. I want to look for evidence of the uh, monsters Aslo was talking about. There's a considerable number of boulders around here, and the stream just kind of runs its way through those. But on some of the boulders, you find some footprints, and the fact that the footprints are on top of them would indicate that something came through after everything collapsed. I'm calculating this all in my head without saying a word. (laughs) I guess this is the deciding moment. Do I touch down? Well, if they're lowering you, you don't really have a choice. One small step for gnomehood. <laughs> one giant step. All right, so... Uh, yeah, I just keep I'll lowering con- you down until I, st- I feel the resistance go slack. Right, okay, so I am going to touch down silently. So you set foot on the boulders. They kind of shift a little bit under your weight. <sighs> so I can't see any color. I can only see gray. Everything's gray. Yep. But I can make out shapes. So I look for more foot-shaped shapes. <laughs> Footprint-shaped shapes? You think you can spot several others on different boulders as well as down both directions in the tunnels. Now that the rope is slack, if I were to tug, it would send a signal hopefully to my friends. Hopefully they're not just up there, like, smoking a cigarette. Oh, we are. Yeah. <laughs> I'm draining the uh, vial of mushroom milk right now. The fact that they're... F- Wait, what? <laughs> I'm, drink- I'm drinking your vial of mushroom milk right now. Oh, I need that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, I'm kidding. All right, so the thing about me is, like, my curiosity is what's really fueling me to find these beasts. As terrified as I am, I'm just so curious to see what they look like and see what they're doing down here. If you were to tug on the rope, you probably have to do more of, like, a yank or a whipping in order for that to travel all the way up there. Hmm, right. 
All right, so I'm going to trudge forward, following the shapes. I got to see what's going on in the hornet's nest. As you get close to one of the tunnels, footprints here go both directions. They're walking in and out. It looks like there's probably quite a bit of traffic here. How big are these boulders? Could I move them with my gnomish might? Some of them you definitely could, but a lot of them are beyond you. So none of these are big enough. I can't like pull like an Aaron Jaeger and like pick up a boulder and put it in the <laughs> hole. Uh, you would not be strong enough to do that. You have any idea how much that would weigh? That would take more than 14 <laughs> strength points. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Examining the amount and types of footprints and the directions and everything, it looks like this used to be a tunnel that went back and forth here, and then when everything collapsed onto it... Oh, this was a lower mine shaft tunnel. Not necessarily a mine shaft. You don't see anything supporting it up like that. Oh, this tunnel already existed is what you're saying, and they were already living down here. I get it now. Yeah. Okay. This is their home. All right, uh, I'm going to silently... I want to check out the other cave. So this cave I see could maybe be plugged. So yeah, I guess I, I guess I check that out, and I might measure with my fingers, kind of like get a gauge for like how big these holes are. Start thinking about the boulders. Start thinking about the hole. Maybe figure if that one could also be plugged. Uh, well, they're both about the same size, just you know, four to five feet across. And these are just like stone. These aren't. These weren't made by men. Like these don't have like the supports or anything. They're just. It's just like it's a stone. Yeah, it looks like natural tunnels. Right, tunnels made from water cutting through it. Probably. Okay, so uh, I'm going to make a roll. This is a Toka-specific roll. This is a curiosity roll, if I may. <laughs> All right, so Tokus, taken by his curiosity, must find these beasts. So I, I'm actually going to go inside one of the caves. So you start walking down one of the tunnels. The two of you up top start to notice the rope pulling again as he moves. My terror level is, like, equal with my curiosity level. About 30 feet down the tunnel... You hear a light footstep sound behind you, and you turn around to see one of those gray creatures stepping away from the wall, almost as if it was entirely hidden in the stone <laughs> itself. So it's blocking my path? It's blocking your immediate retreat, yes. And I'll have you roll initiative. Three. Oh, I rolled a one, so I got three. I rolled a three, so I got a four. <laughs> Yeah, so I did leave my armor up there. Did I take my weapons with me, though? Yeah, you have your weapons. So the Grimlock steps forward and takes a swing with his club, but he misses, and the club smashes against the wall next to you. Does it make a lot of noise? It makes one loud clatter that the two up above can hear echoing. And it's your turn. Okay, uh, for my first action, I'm going to do what we talked about. I'm going to whip the rope as strong as I can with a nice crack and try to send it going up, up, and up. As soon as I feel that, I'm like, well, Azo, something's got him. Let's catch us a beastie. And I start <laughs> hauling him up. Let's pull. I'm also going to draw my sword and put on my shield. Okay. And I would like to prepare a dodge. Okay, so you're not going to try to attack him in any way? No. So you take evasive actions. <laughs> Just hoping those two pull me out of here. <laughs> I'll make one more attack before you two start to pull. And it was terrible. <laughs> so... He takes a swing and it bounces off the rope, and then you feel yourself start getting dragged along the ground past him. Can I like make like a swipe at him as I'm pulled along <laughs> past him? You did your action to dodge. Right, I was ready to dodge. 
All right, so I'm being pulled and like, oh. <laughs> I guess surprised at the speed of your withdrawal, he swings. Well, he didn't expect me to just like slide away like, like some sort of snake. Like, what magic is this? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's like, oh. And then you hear his growl come. And from farther down the tunnel behind you, you hear several more growls coming in reply. Um, I will assist them in pulling me out, and I'm, I'm going to try to get up on my feet and start to run out of there. <laughs> I'm just so worried about Tokus that I've convinced myself in my mind that something huge and ugly has got him in its jaws, and so I'm just pulling with everything I've got to try to get him out of there as quick as I can. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure what I'm doing to help, because you'd probably pull 90% of the weight anyway. Maybe I'm behind you with, uh, I'm just collecting the slack back into the pouch. Yeah. So you make it back towards the wall. You see the Grimlock coming in behind you, turns its head upwards, and shakes its club at you for a few seconds before it <laughs> fades from sight. But you still hear more growls and footsteps coming up behind you. Oh, man. I'll look back. I want to see how many there are. Uh, you can only see 60 feet, so you can't see that much. Oh. Can he hear them climbing up after him? That dude, the miner, said they were expert climbers. You're not positive because of the sound of your own climbing and dragging up the side, but you Because think of the sound of your own fear? <laughs> your heartbeat pounding in your ears. But you think <laughs> that you do hear them possibly moving up the wall behind you. Oh, God. Oh, crap. Okay. Uh, I'm going to yell up to... Jig, Jig's already up. They already know we're here. Yeah. I'm going to yell up to, to uh, Shaba Naslo. I'm going to say, one of you guys better get your ranged weapons ready. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm pulling you up. I can't hold anything else. <laughs> well, we just found something useful for Aslo to do. Why don't you have the, the magic bag do that for itself? The retracting... That's right, he can do that. You're going to need to throw some knives <laughs> really expertly. Yeah. Don't hit me, but hit them. <laughs> I'll just stand over the edge and get ready to drop them very precisely. <laughs> let, the, let the gravity do the heavy lifting. <laughs> All right, we're pulling you as fast as we can. All right, I think there's one right behind me. Shaba, do you want to do that thing where you run holding the rope? I'll run into the cave wall. This thing's like 200 feet. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Shaba and Azlo, roll initiative. I'll place you in here. 15. Uh, 17. So Shaba is still pulling. You see Tokus come into view, and shortly thereafter, you see one of the Grimlocks climbing up behind him. Guys, pull me up, pull me up, pull me up, pull me up! I'm pulling, I'm pulling! Oh, Aslo? God, I'm tired. I'm like scurrying along the side of the cliff, <laughs> like trying to make it go faster, but that's not how it works. Okay, I'm done being brave now. <laughs> okay, I will uh, try to drop slash throw a dagger at one of them. Okay. Uh, does a nine hit? No. All right. It's the awkward. The angle's too awkward. Well, you didn't want to hit me. That's why. Yeah. You're practiced at knife throwing, but not at knife dropping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so your knife goes with a swoosh down into the chasm. Who needs bardic inspiration the most right now? I'll go ahead and give it to Shaba. Uh, Shaba, it's your turn. Okay, uh, as a move action, I yank Tokus up the rest of the way. Seeing that Aslo's at the edge and he's throwing his knives down into the chasm, I naturally assume that something is following Tokus. So as my second move action of the turn, I will take out my bow and ready an arrow. Oh, yes, yeah, save me. Thanks, guys. Huh. There's a lot of things down there. There's a lot of them. I'm just glad you're not in something's mouth. Yeah, me too. What did you see down there? What's following you? 
We've got some gray colored Grimlocks. Uh-oh. Like their entire body is gray. Like everything about them is gray. Like the ones who ambushed us on our way down the mine shaft. Well, no, those look different. Those had color. I'm saying these were like like only gray <laughs> no, scale. Those were the same. Like nothing else. Yeah, they, the other <laughs> ones were all gray too. They were the same. Okay. Also, you can only see in all gray. Oh, I didn't think about that. Good point. <laughs> hey, wait. Come to think of it, you guys are gray, too. What happened? <laughs> I'm gray. What happened to Oh, me? no, guys. I can't see. It got me. I'm colorblind. No. <laughs> uh, cruel, cruel fate. So, yeah, looking down, you can see one that's about 10 feet below you and another one 30 feet below that. How are they climbing? Are they just, like, mashing their, like hands into the... They're just, yeah, nimbly climbing the side. They're not smashing into the wall. Right, and they have better darkness vision than me, even. Like, they can see perfectly, right, in the the dark? They don't seem to have much eyes to speak of at all. Like, they have eye hole areas, but they're always really squinty and closed over as if they might not even be looking at all. Tokus, it's your turn. I'm gonna ready my sword and shield, take a defensive stance, and I'd like to ready a push action... Okay, so you're going to, if one climbs up, you want to shove him back off? I'm going to push the first one I see back off the cliff. Okay. Nice. If that works, we get like a free kill on at least one of them. <laughs> As low. Yeah. I will take out my rapier, but I'll take a note from Tokus and uh, get ready to just kick one of them back into the pit, I guess. <laughs> Shaba? I'm going to strafe around to the side, like kind of like angle myself so that they're not in my way. And then I'm going to ready my action, same thing, to to shoot the first head I see pop up above uh, chasm level. The first Grimlock reaches the top ledge and pulls himself up. Tokus, you shift around to get in front of him. Take your shove. Okay, this is just a strength check, right? Is it just raw strength, correct? uh, Athletics. Yeah, athletics. Athletics, got it. All right, here we go. Well, that's a six. (sighs) Okay. Contested by his. By his athletics, which is much higher. So you try to bash him with your shield, but he just kind of grabs onto the edge of it. Uh Uh-oh. All right, I'm going to shoot him in the face. (laughs) And I have your bardic inspiration, right, Brian, in case I roll low? Uh, this is precarious. (laughs) Are you sure you want to shoot him? He's on me. Yeah, he doesn't have you. He just has your shield, which ostensibly, if I shoot him in the face, he's going to let go. (laughs) Uh, So I rolled a... Now, my question is, can I mark him um, as your bonus? Because this is a readied action. Oh, so no. Okay. I rolled a 13, so I got a 20 to hit. And then I rolled max damage again, so 11. Okay. He lets out a guttural scream, but <laughs> maintains his iron grip on the shield. Oh. <laughs> With an arrow through his face. And then reaches down to his loincloth area and pulls out his club with his other hand, and he does hit you for a total of eight points of damage. Okay. The second one then also reaches the lip of the ledge, and Aslo, you are ready to kick him back down, stomp on his hands. Yeah, I just uh, basically wait until he's just gotten up onto the ledge and, like, standing up, and then I'll Spartan kick him back into the chasm. (laughs) (laughs) This is... Dungeons and Dragons! <laughs> uh, that would be a 12 with my athletics rule. Um, and I rolled a 24. Ah, crap. <laughs> so, similarly, this one reaches down and grabs your leg. Oh, man. 
Schnackies. <laughs> you stumble backwards as he throws you off your balance, and then he <laughs> goes and swings his club. That'll also hit. And you take oh, man. Uh, seven points of damage. Looking down, you can now see two more at the edge of your light spell. And it's Sokus' turn. Um, I mean, I need to take this guy out and we need to go to the next one, so I'm going to go for a nice gut stab with my rapier. Okay, I get a ten. I'm going to give you advantage on that because he's literally holding on to your shields. Oh, so I kind of like pull him towards me and like do one of these? <laughs> yeah, so roll again. This time I get a 13. Okay, so that time you hit. Nice. So you pull the shield in and... Use the leverage to... Stab upwards and around with your rapier. Yeah. Guys, I didn't even know I could do this. <laughs> this is like my old my old team used to fight, using the shield as another weapon. All right. Uh, ideal six. That's enough. You skewer him on your rapier, and then using your shield, you push him off, and he falls into the best below. Nice. Uh, nice. For my second act, I will second wind. I'm healing for four points. It's something. Uh, and then it's Aslo's turn. Okay. I'll take a uh, frightened swing at the one in front of me, or stab, with the rapier. Ooh, uh, let's see, that would be a nine. Nine does not hit. Ugh, okay. Um, bonus action, bardic inspiration to Tokus. I, I catch it in my hand and hold it to my chest. <laughs> and then kiss and, it. And kiss it in your lips. Just suck it up. <laughs> yeah, get that bardic power inside you. Just a heads up, I'm pretty wounded over here. All right. Samba. I'm doing whatever I can. Okay. I'm going to circle around until I can get a clear shot at the one in front of Aslo. Um, let's see. I got a 15 to hit. I'm going to mark it as my uh, Wari. My hunter's mark. And that's 13 damage. That is sufficient to knock the second Grimlock back over the edge as he clutches at his wound and falls off the cliff. Nice. So the last two pulled themselves over the top and get their clubs out, but they don't have enough time to attack. They kind of distance themselves a little bit from the ledge, so they'll be a little more difficult to throw off. Mm. We're not just going to be able to push them, huh? <laughs> well, that didn't work anyway. We tried. <laughs> so it took us. Um... I'm going to ready a gnomish battle cry. Yeah. I'm finally feeling it. I don't know what's come over me. I'm feeling something. The body count is raising. And <laughs> as terrified as I am, I feel this weird gnomish, like, rage coming over me. Like, there's something about killing Grimlocks that just brings out my, my past. And I say, you've killed so many of my friends. In, like, a gnomish, hulkish voice. And I bash <laughs> my rapier on my, my shield. And I taunt the Grimlock on the left. And I say, your mother's as ugly as you. <laughs> Are you going to attack or do anything else? Uh, because taunting doesn't really... Taunting doesn't work? Do yeah, taunting doesn't kill Grimlock. Stabbing them with rapiers, <laughs> however... All right, all right. You know what? Here's, here's what I'll do. I'll, do. I'll still do the Gnomish battle cry because I want them to be focused on me. Then I'm going to mosey on in and I'm going to stab the one that's closest to me. Mosey on in after all that. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh yeah, I should probably attack, shouldn't I, guy? I turn around and look at you. Yeah, yeah, you definitely should. But I want you, I want to see your faces, because you guys are like, wait, who is this person? Okay, so I'm going to get a 19 on the hit. Hits. And I got three points of damage. All right, that's terrible. 
All right, so you scratch his arm <laughs> and move on to Eslo. You said they moved away from the uh, pit, right? Yeah, so they're like 10 feet away now. Okay, I'll go ahead and run up to the one that uh, Tokus is fighting, and I will get on the opposite side of him to get flanking. Oh, strategery. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> this is something we haven't actually used yet well, in this campaign. Flanking is an optional rule. I'm not sure if we're really doing that with all the positioning. What? But. We're not using flanking. <laughs> flanking is one of the best things in the game. <laughs> it's also our, our best chance of me surviving this right now. Flanking is fantastic. <laughs> um, sure, I'll allow it for now. All right. So flanking gives him advantage on to hit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So 20 to hit and then 5 damage with a minus 1 to my rapier, sadly. So you run up and stab him with your rusty rapier <laughs> and... He just turns and snarls at you. And Shaba. Well, at least if we don't kill him with attack damage, he'll probably die of tetanus. <laughs> All right. All right, I'm just sort of like strafing back and forth to try and get, you know, keep my shots clear. <laughs> and I target the one uh, who is not in between Tokus and Aslo because they've got their advantage on him. All right, I rolled a 17, so Hit. that's a... 24 to hit. Mark him as my quarry since the other one's dead. <laughs> and that's uh, 9 damage. This one was scrawny and weak compared to the others, so 9 is once again exactly <laughs> oh, wow. what you need. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, wow. dude. And he collapses oh, in a pile on the floor. Alright. And nice. the last one left alive takes a vicious swing at Tokus. And hits hard, or maybe not too hard, but still hits for five points of damage. <laughs> okay. Ouch. And Tokus. Okay, um, as useful as flanking is, I, t- I took a quick glance over at Aslo and noticed that he's, like, bleeding all over and not doing so well. So I'm going to step in between where Aslo is and where the monster is. Oh, God, please don't. Wait, please, please use flanking. Please use flanking. Please, please just roll your d20 twice and kill this thing. <laughs> yeah. All right, all like. right, all right. It's the most direct route to victory. So I will use flanking on this last monster. Instead of protecting my friend, Shaba. This is you protecting, are protecting my, your friend. What if I don't kill him? What if my rapier doesn't strike true? You will. Believe in the heart of the cards. You have two chances. Well, no, 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 I only have count. two chances to hit damage you don't re- I lost my dice no <laughs> like isn't that how that works I don't get to roll alright uh, whoa I just got a 20 hey, hey there you go. Right. Okay, so you do get to roll your damage twice. <laughs> so that's yes. only if you do it that way well no the natural 20 is if you get a crit. double your dice oh okay here we go mm-hmm. 6 plus 2 and another 2 so 10 alright so 10 damage alright 10 10 so in a Rage of Fury to try to protect your friends. You stab him through the lungs, and he kind of staggers back, but he's still alive. Wow. Aslo. All right, let's give this one more try. Uh, 19 to hit and 5 damage. Okay. And now skewered from both sides... Grimlock. I get the other lung. <laughs> collapses. <laughs> You're making a Grimlock kebab. <laughs> He <laughs> lets out one final growl. Sounds like he's saying something that you can't quite understand. Probably because it's another language that you don't know. I'm pretty sure both of his lungs are punctured at this point, so I don't know if he can say anything, really. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, with one final gasp, the life leaves him. You don't hear any other Grimlocks coming up from below. Oh, that was a close one. 
Well, uh, good job, guys. Well done, fellas. Meanwhile, we awkwardly have a Grimlock suspended between our two rapiers. And we're just kind of standing there looking at each other. So, are you going to move or am I? How's, how does this work? Uh, I, I pull my rapier first out of the Grimlock. All right, we pull at the same time. One, two, two, three, pull. I walk up as they're pulling and then I just push the Grimlock off the edge. Wait, we didn't want to loot that one? We got to keep one of them. Oh, he's gone. He's gone now. <laughs> no, we've, we've got another one. I don't know what came over me, guys. I felt something weird. Dude, more of these, you were more heroic. More again. of these emotions. That's two fights in a row where you like did really well. You actually contributed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you actually used your weapon to deal damage to an enemy twice in a row. Hey, I think that the fight where I threw the sugar was good. That was like the beginning of like a new leaf because I'm starting to conquer my this fear I have. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. That was the start of something that could potentially turn into a new character uh, feature. But I'm still, you notice I'm still trembling from the fight. What did you see down there? Well, I went like in their home, in their hole, I suppose. Oh, no. And uh, really glad that you pulled me up, Shaba. And as well. How many holes did they have? Uh, there were two holes. There was one to the left of the, yeah, le- to the left and one to the right. And there also was lots of boulders and stuff down there. Looked like some sort of cave-in. Yeah, I was really scared you were getting eaten by a giant monster, which is why I pulled you up. So I'm kind of, yeah, I'm glad I pulled you up when I did too. That could have been really bad. Yeah. So there's two holes, and you think that that's where they're coming from? Yes, it seemed to go on for a ways. I only went in a little bit before they caught me. (laughs) Did you see any of those wooden support beams going across? I don't think so. It looked natural. It looked like just stone, just a cave. Now... I did have an idea for you, Shaba. You might be able to pull this off, although those boulders are pretty big. What if we, like, together pushed some of the boulders or rocks and plugged the hole? Are there boulders down there that we can use for that purpose? There's, Yeah, there's some pretty big ones. I wasn't able to move them, though. Like, bigger hmm. than me. Bigger than you, maybe. Yeah, so definitely, definitely plan A is out, right? Because we were going to burn the supports down. If there are no supports, then we've got to think of something else, and I don't know what else we could do besides push rocks in the way, right? But how long is that going to take? I, I have no idea. At least, like, forever, right? And a half? It was just one hole in the wall that they were coming out of? Uh, I didn't check the other hole. I got caught when I went in the one on the left, I want to say. Sounds like we all got to go down there. Yeah, we do, I think. Time to do a little bit of spelunking. <laughs> yep. So I take another 10 to 15 minutes to explain to Shaba what spelunking is. <laughs> okay. Because I assume Aslo knows what spelunking is because he went to college. Yeah, I do. And then I, I take 10 minutes to explain how to correctly pronounce spelunking. <laughs> I'm thinking about goat ball the whole time. That's a sport we used to play back in the tribal village. <laughs> goat ball? <laughs> that sounds like fun. It's just as cool as it sounds, believe me. I-, I thought you were the ball when you used to play catch with your dad. <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was. Trust me. Many times I was. So we need to tie up the rope pouch the same way that we found it and then hope that another band of adventurers doesn't come behind us and take it while we're down there. Yeah, that doesn't seem like uh, (laughs) the safest plan. What if it's just this never-ending loop? Like, so we took the rope from them, but they took the rope from the adventurers in front of them. 
And they're all just getting eaten by the yeah. Grimlocks, right? Those are the creatures. Yeah, we're just going <laughs> to die on a pile of adventurer bones. <laughs> oh, these are the guys before us. Oh, dang. And then when we die, we get reincarnated as the next group of adventurers who come in. And right. yeah, it's just an endless cycle. Life is so depressing. <laughs> well, this is how the Grimlocks have been surviving. We're the food source. That's right. Yeah, we're, we're Groundhog's Day in D&D. Okay, what are our other options? Uh, we could cancel the quest, say, screw it, get out with our lives, we'll find other jobs. Pack up our bags and move away. Yeah. Oh, we could be like that guy in Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, the knight who stands guard over the cup. Uh, except that we don't have a fountain of youth, so we just stand here until we die <laughs> and keep the monsters from coming up. Uh, okay, that's an option. Anybody else? <laughs> I liked my option. It is technically an which option. Was, which is just all three go down? No, I don't want to go back down there, Shaba. I was terrified to go in the first place. Oh, just us two go down. Yeah, you guys go. I'll watch the rope <laughs> oh. and make sure the next band of adventurers don't leave you down there. Oh, I see how it is. Maybe we could leave a note, because we know the Grimlocks probably can't read. Please don't steal this rope. You know they're blind. Oh, that's right. We know that they're blind. That's right. Yeah, so uh, we can say, uh, Dear, to whom it may concern, if you find this rope, we are still down there. Please don't remove it. Uh, thank you kindly, the AAA team. P.S. This is a very magical item, but please, still, don't take it. <laughs> please still don't steal this, this very, very valuable, valuable item. and you'll never find another. One of a kind. Just tell yeah. them how rare that it is. And may the shoulder of the Ramlord. <laughs> yeah, so... So do we want to do that? Because I think we all need to go down there. Even if you guys can't lift the boulders, perhaps I can use you for some sort of leverage. You're going to roll the boulder over us? <laughs> yes. No, we we can take a plank of wood from that other thing. Uh, wedge it under that the... fell down there. And we can make like a seesaw with one of you guys as the fulcrum. Yeah, but how mm. are you going to get the wood under the boulder. That is another option. Uh, Tokus, do you have anything? <sighs> Let me think of something. So I take about five to ten minutes to think of a plan. All right, and then I draw up another set of brochures. And I know you guys didn't read the last ones, but these are our options. <laughs> okay, right. What are you hold talking on, on. about? We totally read the last one. Hold ones. on, Tokus, I interrupt you and I say, wait, 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 hold on a second. First of all, how big are these holes? I thought you were going to ask how big is the brochure. Yeah, how big is the brochure? Seven pages. (laughs) How big Uh, are these holes? Second of all, how uh, do we, are we sure that they're not, that they're only coming out of one hole or are they coming out of both? And how big are the boulders in comparison to the holes? And how big are the brochures in comparison to the holes? Right, right. Also important. He only saw them come out of one hole, you said, right? Yes, the one that I went inside. But I would remind you that you did see footprints. Yes, yes. Going down the other side. And I just forgot to tell you guys, I saw footprints going down <laughs> both holes. Now, again, that could be the species okay. of boots that I was hoping to discover. It could right. be. Could, um, could be the boot army. Use your, your uh, excellent recollection to describe the size of the boulders in relation to the holes again. Uh, I think that it might take multiple boulders is what I'm saying, Aslo. It might not just be one boulder fits all. That was my way of asking Thane. <laughs> I believe... The holes were like four to five feet tall and across. So Shaba would have to stoop. That is a huge boulder, and it would weigh approximately 10 billion pounds. I've got it. We'll use Aslo's silver tongue to convince the Grimlocks to move the boulders for us. 
Or to convince the, the boulders, boulders themselves. themselves. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If he rolls high enough. Do you have speak with rocks? <laughs> no, sadly. I didn't take that. <laughs> That's a really That's good one. Dang it. They don't teach that at Bard's College for some reason. It's weird. Well, you can speak with rocks. They just won't listen. <laughs> right. You can talk to any inanimate object you, you can want. speak to rocks, but not with them. <laughs> I think our best bet is to all three go down together. Leave a note on the rope. Mm-hmm. What if we tell them that the rope is poisonous? Like, if they touch it, they'll die. That could that could also work. That's, yeah, we could do that. We could throw in whatever. My question is, I'm I'm fresh out of all my best resources, so I don't. I really just don't want to fight any more of those things today. I need, like, a good night's sleep. Should we long rest up here before we go down? Yeah, at least, like, a good hot breakfast. Two hot breakfasts is... That'll give me time to think of a better plan. Yeah. I agree. We did miss second breakfast. Aslo's right. Yeah. Did we even have first breakfast? Did we have elevensies? No. I doubt it. We missed all of that. Yeah. All of the above. We we are we can't really take another big fight the way we are right now. You have no healing spells left. Um, I mean, I'm at seventeen of eighteen, but still, we can't we can't risk it. Yeah. Mm. I'm at half health, etc. I think I've already used my. Stones endurance. Actually, I don't know if I have used that yet. But still, we have. We're low on resources. We should rest. I'm still relatively healthy for some reason. I'm not doing a very good job tanking, am I? No, not lately. But (laughs) you'll get back to it. Um, Yeah, let's rest. Let's long rest. That cool with you guys? That sounds great to me. Usual watch order. Long rest. The Damage Guild podcast. Recommended by four out of five eldritch abominations. Hello, everyone. First off today, I want to give a special shout-out to our very own Jay, who is the one who actually edits the podcast every week and ensures we stay on schedule with releases. And no, he didn't tell me to say that, nor did he edit it in after the fact. Of course, if he did, he could have just added that in as well. So, regardless, Editing takes up a lot of time, and there are some ongoing costs to keeping this podcast running, so I believe I speak for the Guild when I say we would be very appreciative of any and all donations to help support the show, as well as any royal decrees you would like to purchase. Both options of showing support are available on our website at thedamageguild.com. Seeing the listener count increasing week after week is always fun, and even if all you're doing is listening, we still want to say thank you for making us part of your week. Our Discord server is also continuing to grow, and we get regular questions from listeners that are answered there on the server, so if you enjoy seeing a little bit behind the scenes, or if you have some questions or comments of your own, we'd love to have you drop in. The community is still small, but growing all the time, all thanks to you. If you haven't subscribed yet, then I'm wondering how you've made it this far into the program, but be that as it may, I'd encourage you to actually subscribe so you can get notifications through your medium of choice, whether iTunes, Google Play, Player FM, or what have you. If you're a newcomer to the show, you might want to start from the beginning, but I suppose you can just keep going from here, too. Also, if you haven't already, please tell your own gaming groups about the podcast, and if they start listening, you'll have one more source of inside jokes to enjoy together. If they don't, well, there's no accounting for taste. Anyway, I've kept you for long enough, so without further ado, let us return to the show. You are listening to the Damage Guild Podcast. Cue the sleeping music. So you set up camp right at the top of the crevice? Yep. 
So that they can climb up the crevice and attack us again while we're resting? Yeah, we're definitely sleeping right along the edge. <laughs> yeah, we build a fire right on the edge there so they can see it, and then we sleep like in our sleeping bags, like lined up along the cliff. I'd like to sleep suspended by my foot from the rope hanging over the edge. Yeah, we, we lash the rope across and do one of those little cocoon things with the three of us across <laughs> the, the chasm, across the gap. Definitely that, yeah. Now we'll back off like a good uh, a good fifty feet. That way, when they get up, we're further than a move action away. There is also still that other miner who's waiting for your return. Well, maybe we should camp with him. That way, he's not as dismayed by being alone in a cave. Okay, yeah, he's, he's probably lonely. Okay, he might have food. We'll go hang with him. So you head over towards where he was last time you saw him. So we roll up and say, hey, Nibrin. Nibrin, things are taking a little longer than we anticipated. So we just came back to keep you company for a while uh, so that you don't get super depressed. We're here for you, like we said we'd be. Well, I'm glad to see that you're not dead and you haven't left me, but those are some pretty nasty wounds you're sporting. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of bad things down here. A lot of, a lot of creepy guys. But we're going to protect you. At least for the next 8 to 12 hours. When we're not sleeping. From everything that comes in here. What comes after that? Uh, then we have to go back and take care of a little bit of uh, some business, which will hopefully help this mine get back up and running. Then we'll come back for you, and we'll all get out of here together. I suppose it's better to have more of you around rather than being here by myself all the time. Yeah, dude. Being by yourself is lame. Fortunately, they haven't tried to investigate this room after the initial foray in here. Good. They came up, looked around inside, and left, I think, towards the surface before I even came in here and hid away. So, they've mostly left me alone. This is the gray creatures you speak of? Yes. As long as we keep quiet, I think we'll be okay in here. Okay. As long as Tokus doesn't do any gnomish battle cries in his sleep, <laughs> we should be pretty good. Oh, I haven't rested yet, Chava. My lungs, my lungs, they they ache. (laughs) All right, let's rest up then. Yeah, you spread out, and several hours later, you find yourselves well-rested. You have no idea what time it actually is, but the night passes or whatever, and the long rest has concluded. I slap these two awake, since I've got the last watch. (laughs) So you each would regain one of your hit dice from that, but not both if you spent both. Okay. Oh, right. We regain all our hit points, but only one of our hit dice. I crouch down by Nibrin and cup his cheek in my hand, and I say, (laughs) Take heart and never fear, because we will be right back. Here. Oh, I thought you were going to (laughs) rhyme. No. Sad. (laughs) This guy's got too much on his mind to worry about rhymes and things. Yeah, don't worry, Nibrin. There's nothing going to come nibble on your feet while we're gone. Yeah, you just keep nibbling on some biscuits there, and <laughs> we'll be right back. Yeah, I don't have much more, so... <laughs> so hurry it up, you jerks. <laughs> Hope- <laughs> Hopefully this will be the last time that you leave and come back. Yeah, we hope so. Before we can head out. So wait, Nibrin, are you still wounded, or do you feel better? I, my leg is broken. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah, I'm guessing he hasn't recovered <laughs> yeah. from that in the last three hours. Yeah, probably not so much. He's still thrashed. Just a pile of bones with a face. (laughs) I say that out loud, so he's demoralized now. He's like, you just think I'm a sack of bones? You just counteracted all of the tender 
care that we just gave him. <laughs> Ibrin, don't worry. You're not completely worthless. I'll be all right for a little while longer. Just... <laughs> All right, we'll see you soon. We will be back. We're not sure if we're going to have to come back and rest with you again, but we'll definitely come back. So we go back to the chasm, and why don't we all go down there with a little note at the top and just say, look, if you find this rope, like, hey, it's ours. Shaba, why didn't we just tell Nibrin to tell the next band of explorers not to take our rope? Because they might not come to him before they get to us. But they got to go. They might not find him. No, his cat, his little room is on a dead end. Mm. All right, so we're going to go with my idea where we say the rope is poison. The rope is lava. Don't touch it. Yeah, the rope is lava. We definitely need it to climb back up, but we have the power to turn it not into lava anymore. So just don't, just <laughs> believe us and don't take it. For like some warning signs. Yeah. Beware of magic rope. It looks tempting to take, but if you take it, you die. Mm-hmm. Be like, if you're thinking about taking this rope, you should wait till we get back up here to take it, because we have lots and lots of gold that you'll want to steal. So they're going to wait for us in, in an ambush. ambush. Yeah. Right. Perfect. <laughs> yes. Better that than getting stuck down in that chasm. Okay, so you leave some sort of note. We draft a note to that effect. With one of our many pieces of parchment. And we begin our long climb. I actually do foresee a way of us getting out of the chasm after the next group of adventurers steals our rope. We befriend one of the Grimlocks, and they can scale the walls. <laughs> and have it climb us yeah, up on its back. Yeah, we jump on its back. Shaba, you might be out of luck, but at least Aslo Perfect. and I can make it back up. <laughs> no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have one foot on the back of two different Grimlocks with their, <laughs> with their mouths and bits, and I'm holding the reins and walking up vertically like that. <laughs> We just have to find some common ground. We have to we have mm. to figure out what we have in common. Now, I'm probably most closely related to the Grimlocks, right? I mean, look at me. That's true. You are from down under. <laughs> so I can maybe communicate with them. I mean, I'm sure there's a few generations, you know, where we didn't see eye to eye. But surely, you know, we're all underground living, dwelling beings. Yeah, they've got to have some form of camaraderie with you. They probably saw some of the same rock concerts that I've been to. Probably. There's probably all kinds of rock concerts down here. Anyway, we'll cross that chasm when we come to it. Uh, let's climb down, guys, shall we? Let's. Shaba, why don't you take the first go? I shall. And I just slide the whole way down. You like just rope? The rope just rope burning burn. through my hands. Is rope burn a thing in this game? It is now. Wait, why didn't you put on gloves, Shava? It's so long that it would probably burn my hands off. No, just because I'm doing it for the sake of going fast in the story, not like actually doing that to... like. We climb down. Do we have to make climb checks? Probably not for climbing down, right? No. I mean, if you, like, tie yourselves up, you could just endlessly extend the rope and climb down there. I make a climb check. (laughs) I said no. You don't have to. I still do. (laughs) We like making checks, okay? I rolled a three plus two. Actually, I suppose the last person down would have to roll something if you're climbing the whole way because you can't just tie yourself off. You can't stop us from rolling the dice, but it's up to you whether or not the dice is relevant. I continually make checks. Whatever (laughs) check I feel like. Okay, so who's going down last, meaning who actually is going to have to climb? Tokus should because you have the highest strength. Okay. I'll go last. All right, I'll go next. Can't the last person just retract the rope? And then take it down themselves? Well, the way that it was tied off before, the bag was tied at the top. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. You don't have to do it that way. You, you could go down with the bag and just keep on extending it. Yeah, we can tie... We can pull the rope out enough to tie a loop around the rock, 
tie it tight and then go down with the bag. Yeah, that's an option, right? I think so. In other words, instead of the bag is at the top, the end of the rope is at the top and the bag is at the bottom? Right. Yeah. Right. Sure. That way it looks like just a mundane rope and maybe they would be less likely to steal Mm. it, whoever found it. Or even if they cut it, then we'll just have more rope still. Yeah, but then we're stuck down here and we have to do the whole befriending a Grimlock plan. Or we get really good at uh, lassoing, and then we just lasso one of the rocks up on the, the surface level. And Def- Yeah, definitely. We'll have our the rest of our lives to practice. That's right. While we subsist on Grimlock meat. <laughs> uh, let's go. I belay myself down to the bottom. Repel, that's the word I'm looking for. Alright, Tokus, your turn, your turn. I don't actually shout. Okay. So I will do what we planned and take the bag end of the rope with me down. Ah, I've heard of this place. Bag end. I've got some relatives <laughs> who live here. <laughs> nice little village I hear. Nice little home. And must I must I strength check because I'm actually climbing, right? Yeah, make the athletics check. Twenty. Ooh. Nice. I do like tricks. <laughs> the first two down in order to be lowered safely, you kind of tie off and are lowered by the ones on top. And then the last one down, Tokus, you have no trouble. You just repel, bringing the rope along with you. Okay. Nice. Cool. All right, so we're at the bottom. Uh, Shaba, you have the um, the candle hat, the miner's hat active? I do. Yeah. Okay. It's, as I described before, the floor is strewn with the boulders of various sizes, rubble from up above, and the water is kind of flowing in between the cracks from one side to the other. Just sort of a trickle, though, right? Yeah, it's not a lot of water. Okay. Okay, so I whisper to my companions, Guys, why don't we go down the other hole I haven't been in yet? Well, let's just check the entire area. There's only two passageways, correct? We've ruled out the possibility of any other ways in or out. As far as you can see, yes. Okay, how about we circle the entire area to make sure? 100% sure. And speaking of seeing, I'll go ahead and cast light on my rapier, just in case your candle goes out. Okay. And then, yeah, we'll check around. Yeah, we investigate the entire area before going down one of the passageways. You don't really find anything else of interest. There are some footprints on top of some of these boulders, but not as many as there are on the passages, so probably whatever footprints were in here would be covered up by those boulders that fell. All right. So just two passages. Uh, point us point us in the right direction, Tokus. Which one did they not come out of? Uh, well, I think they came out of that one, and I point to the one on the left side. So why don't we check the right? So I point to the right. Would Shaba even be able to fit in this hole? You said it was only five feet. Uh, you're crouching a little bit. Okay, but me and Aslo can move freely. I'll crab walk through so I can feel more like one of the denizens of the deep. You know how I always like to walk, like, to fit in with my surroundings? We've resumed our new order, right, where I'm in the middle so that I could protect either of you guys in a situation? Yep. Okay, so Shaba's in the front, crab walking. I'm the head crab, yeah. and you guys are the not head crabs. You guys are the... We're the tail. Aslo, you're the butt crab. <laughs> Does not sound pleasant. All right. Okay. So you head on down the passage. Oh, no, he's rolling dice. <laughs> That's never a good sign. <laughs> ruh, ruh. Oh, no, he's smiling. That's an even worse sign. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Crap. Dang it. As soon as the DM smiles, you know you're in trouble. It means he has treats for us. <laughs> Deadly treats. Uh, you don't spot anything along the pathway as you walk for several minutes. You do hear, though, somewhere up ahead, kind of a low rumble. 
periodically that just kind of reverberates through the passageways. Mm. Did you guys hear that? Uh, and you can kind of feel it in the rocks, just a little vibration. Perception check to tell more. Okay. An 18 plus... Uh, zero? 18? I got less than that. I got a natural 20. <laughs> oh, all right. I know my rocks, Aslo. They speak to me. I should have let you do it in the first place. So Tokus and Aslo, uh, you kind of recognize it. It sounds vaguely like what the Grimlocks were using to possibly communicate. Uh. The vocalizations that they have, those extremely low growls. Okay. And so you hear some of those just off and on, up ahead, somewhere down the passageway. Mm. Can we stealthily powwow or... This is not a possibility. This is tight, right? We can't really... Uh, It's not too tight here. As you've gone down the passageway, it widens up a little bit, so it's maybe like 10 feet across here. Okay, guys. Here's what we're gonna do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 We're gonna... We're gonna sneak in there, see what they're up to. Okay. And then we'll we'll pretend we're the rogue class and get some backstabs in on them. Okay. But we're not. Ambush. But that's no, okay, we can pretend. We've, like, never ambushed in this game. We've always just marched into combat, so... Yeah, let's try really it. quiet. Okay. Everybody can stab them before they notice us. Okay. Okay, be, um, be very, very quiet. Should I go up ahead a little bit? Since I don't have disadvantage on stealth? Yeah, you should go check it out, Chapa. We'll be right here. Okay. I'll be right back. And I crab walk forward into the darkness. Oh, yeah. Also, should I snuff out my candle helmet? Sorry. I should be whispering. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, do that. Yeah, okay. Do that. You won't be able to see anything. Yeah, but I'll be able to hear, and I'm real good at hearing. No, they're blind. Don't worry about it. Oh, yeah, they can't see anything. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay, never mind. I keep my candle <laughs> on. Shabby, you gotta keep your voice down. We're sneaking. Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, um, <clears throat> I got a 19 on my stealth check. This whole section is going to be completely inaudible to people listening. No, the, because, the, because the compression will make it louder. Yeah, and like, we just have to make it sound like we're whispering, but really we can talk at a normal volume. That's right. Compression is like a first level spell thing. It like increases the volume. It is. And a, a first level sound spell. Alright, so Shaba sneaks off alone down the passageway. I am not going to be whispering. But they'll hear you, Thane. You'll give us away, Thane. So you sneak off ahead uh, another 100, 150 feet down the passageway. And so you've completely lost sight of the others. And you arrive at a kind of narrowing where it goes down into another crawl space for you. That extends for only about five feet before opening up into this grand cavern. You can't see anything but the walls of the tunnel that you're coming out of. It extends in all directions, so sheer cliff down, up, out to the sides. Whoa, even down? Schnikes. So, and the water just trickles down the face of this wall here. Well, so if I shine my candle helmet around, then that all I see is darkness? Yes. Okay, I go back. And you can hear some more of that growling just kind of echoing through this entire area, along with occasional other sounds, such as some more water sounds and some high-pitched chirping, squeaking things, probably bats or similar. How big did you say that opening was that I had to squeeze through? Crawl space for you, so it's probably two to three feet. 
Okay. Around in a circle? Yeah, roughly circular. So two at the narrowest points, three at the widest. All right, I go back. Guys, I have good news and I have bad news. Which do you want first? Both. Uh, yeah, you should give us the, the bad news. Okay. The bad news is that we're going the wrong way. The good news is that we can plug the small hole that this tunnel leads to very easily with a few well-placed and well-sized rocks. That's great. So it basically goes down and then it gets really narrow and then it squeezes out into this huge cavern with like like almost like a big sphere that's so big I can't see across it. So it drops off. So if we find a way to plug that little hole, then we will be good in this direction. That's well, great. Shop, I'm going to have to go down there and get a good size on this thing. I want to get my calipers out and measure the size yeah, so yeah. we find the boulder that's precisely the right fit. Because otherwise, like, if it's not a good fit, mm-hmm. then they'll just push it. Right. That's a good idea. So can I go measure the... Yeah. Just be be a little quiet. There's nothing actually down there until My you... Tinker's Tools has something like that, won't it? Like a measuring device? Um, sure. Okay. Some sort of measuring string. I will creep up and, and measure the hole. Yeah, make your stealth checks. We'll move up a little bit with him, but then kind of hang back. I, I take off my greaves, so I'm just like barefoot like Aslo, mm, so I don't go. clank around. There. Guys, hold my boots. All right. I hold your boots. I don't think that's the noisiest part of your outfit. Okay. So you still would have right. disadvantage. Well, okay, so I roll twice. Okay, yeah. 17. Uh, 9 plus... Or that last was an 18 and this was a 10. You make your way down the tunnel and start measuring. You don't hear anything changing. You don't see anything moving. But you get some good measurements and think you can pick out a boulder that would match pretty well, assuming you find one. Okay, we do that. We go back, we pick out a boulder, we try and find one of the exact size. I carry it in. Whoa, 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 Shaba. We need to run this boulder through a series of tensile tests. We need to make sure that it meets specifications. <laughs> you can't just shove a rock in the hole. Okay, we do all of that <laughs> stuff. And we fast forward through doing all of that stuff. And we shove the boulder <laughs> in place and give it a good push and make sure it's in there nice and snug. And then we blow up the tunnel, right? That was the plan? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Hold on. I thought the plan was you were going to set the wooden planks on fire. Yeah, but there are no wooden planks down here. Yeah. Yeah, that so, plan went out the window, unfortunately. So is there anything that we can do? Should we just go get more boulders and just put them behind this one? Uh, but, Chaba, we found a boulder that was the precise dimensions. Like, it's not going to move. Well, you find one that's as close a fit as possible, but, I mean, there's still a few inches here and there of gaps. Right, but couldn't we take, like, dirt or sand and, like, pack it around the edges and... Yeah, right. We don't do that. We find a boulder that, like, actually goes in, because if this narrows, then it's roughly a funnel shape. We'll find a boulder that we can push in until it's snug. Like, we don't leave any space. Any... I'm saying there are somewhere around that circle is going to be gap. some small yeah. gap. It's not... You're not going to find one that fits perfectly. I just, I don't think that it's better to just throw a bunch of boulders behind it. That might buy time, but I think finding some dirt or silt or mud even and like making like a bit of a rough cement around the gaps in the boulder might be better, guys. Okay. Yeah. We make sure it's wedged in there real good before we do that, right? As, as 
best we can. And then seal that, and then after that, we should just bring in bigger <laughs> rocks. More polders. Yeah. How long do you want to spend doing this, Shaba? There's another hole to plug. As long as it takes that we're getting paid to make sure this doesn't open up again. So <laughs> this is our job. So these boulders are pretty heavy. It takes all three of you to lift them. This probably is going to take you close to an hour to get, like, three or four solid layers of boulders. Sure. Sure, that's cool. We'll spend the time. We'll get it done. Okay. You do? And it looks like you've probably sealed it off pretty well that nothing larger than, you know, small insects would be able to get through. Okay. All right. Shall we take the other tunnel now, gentlemen? Yeah, but we spent all our boulders on this tunnel. How many boulders were there? <laughs> Plenty of rocks. Yeah, I'm assuming there are a lot of them. See, Shaba, I would have liked to have measured the other hole. Because, like, the boulder that we might need for the other hole, we might have used piling up on this one. Think about it. Remember, I found a very precise... Well, we don't know that there is another hole down there. We don't know what's down that passageway. Shaba, I just... Sometimes you don't, like, ask the other party members <laughs> our opinions of what you think we would do. I mean, Shaba, no offense. Like, Aslo, Aslo went to college. I stick out my chest and look around. He's, he's pretty smart. We could have asked for Aslo's thoughts on this. Like, now, like, maybe the perfect boulder for the other side is in the pile. And you're right. We don't even know if there Tokus, is. Tokus, Tokus, like, Tokus. Uh, you're you're yes. overthinking this. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm okay. too loud. You're right. I'm now sorry. that we have... No, 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 no. You're not speaking too loud. Now that we have the other side plugged up... We don't have to look over our backs anymore when we go the other way to where reasonably their nest probably is. I didn't think about so that. And now we can face them head on. Also, at any time during the previous hour, you could have spoken up and just said, hey, I don't want to do this. So there's that. <laughs> All right, let's go down the other passageway. <laughs> right, here we go. <laughs> okay, so you start heading back down the same direction that Tokus went initially. And the passage here winds its way through after a little while and gets much more twisty and convoluted than the other direction. I don't know if you guys ever played Diablo 2, but I'm imagining like Act 2, the worm layer. Where it's no, like this little... I only played Diablo 1. I never got into 2. Oh, really? Okay, well, in the second one, there's like this world, this level where you have to go into this like wormhole. If you're playing multiplayer, it's the worst because literally it's so tight that players can't walk. Oh, in can't front get of each around other. each other. Yeah, yeah. So if somebody goes AFK while you're in the tunnels, like you have to. <laughs> you just stand behind the new them. game <laughs> while they die. And like the tunnels are awful because there's like scarab beasts in there that all like like shoot lightning <laughs> when you touch them. And anyway, it's like the worst D D adventuring when it's like yeah. so tight that it's single file. Yeah. All right, we are we are there. Yeah, we're in there. We're all up in them tunnels. Which it is pretty much single file here. You could squeeze past each other if you needed to, but it does wind downwards. And you once again hear a brief low rumble for a second or two, and then it kind of fades out. All right, Aslo, you should stop talking so much. They're, they're, they're here. It's okay. No, it's fine. I didn't realize I was just, talking so much. I'm just letting you know that you're a bit of a chatterbox. Okay, I'll stop. <laughs> you should be quiet. Okay, and you continue onward? Oh, yeah. Yes. Like, chuh. We never stop never stopping. Okay. Then that guy. Don't know what that means. <laughs> Moving on. You eventually, another hundred feet or so later, reach another opening. The mouth of the tunnel is about five feet circular here at this end, and it opens up into a large chamber you can hear the rumbling of these creatures, but looking around, you don't see anything. 
you're not sure if there are other passages leading from here since you can't see all the walls. Uh, I slap my left hand on the wall and start walking around the room. I follow him. So we still can't see all of what is around us? It's that big? Yeah. So I want to walk the perimeter of the room and see. So this one doesn't have the, like, where it gets really small at the end of the tunnel conveniently that we could plug? No. I'll have to think of something else, guys. I've got it. We just slaughter all of the ones on this side. And just pile them up. Yes. Wait, we can use their corpses to, to right, plug, to the, plug the hole. That's right. <laughs> It'll be a deterrent. They'll be like, oh, you shouldn't go through that. As you're whispering to each other and walking along the perimeter of the cavern, you hear a change in the rumblings. It builds up for a brief second and then stops entirely. Wait, the rumbling's gone? Yes. That's not a good sign. I grab onto both of your cloaks or uh, leggings or whatever you have and hold on for a second. And I wait and listen. Aslo, now's not the time to pants us. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. You listen, and it is silent. Tokus, now might be the time for that gnomish battle cry of yours. Just kidding. I thought you'd never ask. (laughs) <laughs> and I summon up a great gust of wind no, into my I'm lungs. No, I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. Oh, okay. Let's keep walking. <laughs> let's let's wait till we have the whole perimeter ma- uh, marked out before we do that. Okay, so I let the air out of my lungs. <laughs> <laughs> there will be a time. Right. So you make it a quarter of the way around, and you haven't found any openings yet. However, Shaba, you're walking with your hand along the wall, and your hand brushes against something that is decidedly not rock. Oh, I uh, <laughs> poke it in the in the eye sockets. <laughs> <laughs> I instinctively know where its eye socket is, and I poke. You turn to look at what is there, and you would never have seen it, but since you just touched it with your hand, you can indeed see the head and body of one of these Grimlocks. It blends in perfectly with the rocks behind it. Yeah, yeah, like I said, eye sockets. Bam! <laughs> boom, boom, boom! And I just shove my fingers in there, and then I, with my other hand, I grab a knife and slit its throat. <laughs> Let's go for initiative. 